Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. From Minneapolis, now headed to Tampa. It's the really magic of radio. Quick trip. <laughs> just... It was great to uh, to get to meet so many people at the LCMS National Youth Gathering um, last week and into the beginning of this mm-hmm. week. And now our team, our crew at the LCMS convention in Tampa. We have Kip Allen, Gary Duncan uh, on site there at the convention. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. And we also have the Reverend Bart Day. Good morning. Good morning, Andy and Sarah. Hello. <laughs> Wonderful to be with both of you. Gentlemen, tell, Andy's... tell us about the, uh, the, uh, the atmosphere at the convention today. Um, you know, each day begins with prayer services. What's the, been the tone? What's been the atmosphere like at the convention, especially during those times of worship? Well, I'd have to say uh, from, what I've been, uh, from what I've been seeing, it's a, a very sobering uh, event that the delegates know just how serious this is and what it is that they have to determine you know and of course the uh, the biblical uh making sure that this is the biblical theology lutheran theology being biblical theology as was uh, as was stated yesterday in one of the essays and they are very serious in the deliberations and uh, you know the the four committees met earlier at the uh, ic in uh, st louis and worked out a lot of their agendas now they're being presented down here as well and as I say, these are very serious deliberations. They're very prayerful and, on the, on the whole, are very collegial. What's it like to uh, worship with that many people? I know it's, uh, it's always fun to kind of uh, get outside of our churches and to worship with people that we don't normally get to worship with. Uh, what's, what's it like to be in that, in that space with all of, the, all of those Lutherans all singing and praising together? Uh, it's tremendous. This is Bart. Uh, it's great. Uh, to worship with the full body of Christ, uh, at least as we gather in convention. So when you have uh, such robust singing from uh, a couple of thousand people, uh, delegates who are excited about the work they're doing and all the visitors that are here, uh, the worship has certainly been a highlight. Uh, Not only great music, Phil Magnus is Mm -hmm. is leading us in the music, uh, but we've had just some tremendous preaching uh, from faithful men of God who've been delivering the word to us, joyfully Lutheran. And so it's been wonderful. Bert, uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, the work of LCEF. Uh, what do you have to report there at convention for Lutheran Church Extension Fund? Yeah, this morning was able just to bring greetings uh, to the convention and really thank them for the ministry that they enable us to do. Uh, LCEF is blessed with over 60,000 investors who uh, really fuel the work of the loan dollars that are available uh, to support individuals our rostered church workers with mortgages, but then congregations and schools and recognized service organizations and even international work that's happening. So we just reported uh, really a story about uh, a congregation in Blaine, Washington, who uh, has a significant population of homeless in their community. Uh, They decided to uh, reach out with the arms and feet and hands of Jesus to that community. Uh, And LCF was able to help them purchase a home so that they can do transitional housing uh, for a homeless family. And so was able to share with the convention those kind of opportunities are what investor dollars are able to do. So great impact around the world. So LCF is closing our books. We've had a tremendous year. Uh, the loan pipeline is huge, and it was a large volume of loans this year. For our 40th birthday, we had the $100 million raise, which we raised $100 million in very short order. 
Uh, but most, all of that money is already spoken for and out the door of LCEF uh, funding the loan demand. So more need for investors and investor dollars who want to faithfully steward their dollars with us so that we can put them work to fuel ministry around the world. Who have you been able to talk to who is familiar with the work of LCEF, uh, being able to, to hear stories from people in person? What has that been like for you at convention? Well, it's always great. One of the things I asked from the dais this morning was people just to raise their hand if they were investors with LCEF. <laughs> uh, and uh, a large number of hands, hundreds upon hundreds of hands went up in the air. Uh, so that's great to see that people know about LCEF and our work. I think through our 40 years now, LCEF has served over 80% of the congregations and ministries of the church have had some connection with LCF. So it's great to be here uh, and see people. Last night we hosted an event down at the ballpark and was able to talk with uh, a couple of Lutheran high school administrators uh, who really shared that you know their schools would not be where they are today, impacting their communities without the faithful support of LCEF, uh, helping them helping them grow, you know, build physical construction projects, expand their school, but also with things like lines of credit and other things to help them with their kind of financial need uh, throughout a school year. So it's wonderful to see the impact that LCF is able is able to have through those financial resources. Absolutely. You mentioned uh, international, uh, being able to, to take this work internationally. Tell us about the, the international partnerships that you have uh, specifically in, in Hanoi and, uh, and Ghana. Yeah, so the president of the Lutheran Church of Ghana is here at the convention. Mm -hmm. John Donko, we made a trip to Africa uh, and stopped in Ghana just a little under a year ago. Uh, LCF has helped them fund a, a Lutheran school there, and there is opportunity to plant many more Lutheran schools in Ghana. Uh, those schools that they have uh, fill up quickly. Uh, they are much appreciated in their communities, uh, able to provide strong education, which, of course, uh, is one way to really help lift people out of poverty in places like Africa. So it's highly valued by families to have uh, not just good education, but faithful Christian Lutheran education. So we are excited that in the coming years, there may be a number of schools started throughout Ghana. Uh, and while there's available funding in country, uh, it comes with a lot of strings attached and sometimes very, very high interest rates that have to be paid back in a very short window. So the ability for LCF uh, to better finance those things with them actually will allow them to grow additional schools at a faster pace. So uh, it's wonderful. And then Vietnam will be back in Hanoi, Vietnam in September for the dedication of the second building at Concordia International School in Hanoi. And that entire story is just unbelievable. I'm a child of a Vietnam vet. Uh, and to think that here, 30, 40 years later, we would have an LCMS school in Hanoi, uh, which is just growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, to have a school there and to be able to not only teach the children, but to share the faith uh, in that school. And of course, that's delicate in a place like Vietnam. But I think the longer that we're there, uh, the more trust that we have within that community, the more expats that are there. Uh, fueling sort of the economic growth within the country. Uh, the education that's provided at Concordia is uh, deeply appreciated and those strong opportunities to share the gospel. So we'll be there for the dedication of a second, a second very large facility that allows that elementary school and high school to continue to grow. Uh, I think with an aroma that will be up, you know, at some point up to 800 or 1,000 students. Wow. While we were at the LCMS National Youth Gathering, we had the opportunity to meet some of the students from uh, the international school in Hanoi, and mm -hmm. it, was, it was just an outstanding opportunity. Um, international partners certainly are one of the, the uh, important uh, topics addressed in convention. Kip, other news from the convention that uh, from yesterday's business? 
Well, yes, actually, uh, in keeping with the theme, joyful, joyfully Lutheran, the LCMS has welcomed three uh, bodies, three church bodies, into full pulpit, uh, altar and pulpit fellowship with mm -hmm. us. Those are the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Belgium, uh, the Evangelical Lutheran Free Church in Denmark, and the Portuguese Evangelical Lutheran Church. Now, interestingly, the, um, the first two were, were first acclaimed today. Uh, the Portuguese church was actually recognized originally by the president and then was officially brought in today. Also, interestingly, that is a daughter church of the church in Brazil. So it was a case of where the... Uh, it spread over there, and now they're in full pulp, altar and pulpit uh, fellowship with us and recognize that, indeed, we are filled with confessional Lutherans, and we're in, in theme with each other. And, and to be able to, uh, to be there and to, to witness that, I mean, those partnerships aren't things that certainly happen overnight, but uh, through uh, growing conversations, developing conversations, involving relationship. But thanks, thanks be to God for um, that uh, official recognition of fellowship there. Kip, for those Amen. unfamiliar with the, the, with the LCMS convention and how those proceedings happen, paint a picture for us of, uh, we have just about two minutes left, paint a picture for us of what that, that process looks like um, for those who are unfamiliar or who perhaps have never attended a convention? Well, what's been going on is the, uh, there are a number of different committees that, have, uh, that are addressing specific issues within the Senate that need to be voted on by the delegates. Now, many of these uh, resolutions were decided several months ago at the IC when the floor committees were, were held there. And, of course, the uh, committees are meeting here now, and they're fine-tuning it. And what will happen is that they then present their resolution uh, before the committee, before the entire body. Uh, it's printed up each day so we have an idea of what's going on. And then the, uh, there will be one person who will speak, usually the committee chairman, who explains what the, uh, what the resolution is and will actually read it to the entire body. Then they'll hear witnesses, both pro and con for it. And uh, sometimes the, uh, they, they will vote almost, uh, almost uh, unanimously. Other times, not quite so much. But so far, they've been uh, going through in a very serious uh, debate, very serious uh, considerations, very prayerful, I will add, as well. And uh, that's how it goes. With just about 30 seconds left, uh, Bart, any other important uh, uh, business on behalf of LCEF at the convention? I don't think so. We're always just uh, it's a joy <laughs> to be here to help. Help support the, the convention uh, as best we can. Of course, the other Senate-wide entities are here, too, and reporting about their work. Uh, CPH was yesterday. I think Lutheran Hour will be tomorrow. CPS and Foundation, everyone doing a great job uh, in support of the mission and ministry of the church. So I think it just uh, we owe a great debt of gratitude to the delegates who take a lot of time out of their very busy lives, take time off of work to come and give an entire week. Uh, to see to the important business of the church. The Reverend Bart Day, President and CEO of Lutheran Church Extension Fund. Thanks for joining us from the LCMS convention this morning. My pleasure. Kip, thanks so much for checking in with us. Kip and Gary, thanks for uh, being there on the scene. Thanks for uh, uh, checking in. We'll check in with you tomorrow morning as well. You got it. Hey, and everybody, if you're in Tampa area, stop by and visit the broadcast booth. We'd love to see you and talk to you. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.
Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.